Jennifer, my 10-month-old has become so much better on the walk with the prong collar. But if someone wants to pet him on the walk, he jumps. Help, I have an e-collar. Should I use that? No, you shouldn't use that at all. You should not let people pet him on the walk. And I'm not against people petting him on the walk, but the walk is the walk is the walk. We're working. Okay? Get off Tinder. Get off Facebook. It's time to work. Okay? So same thing with the walk. The walk is the walk is the walk. But if the dog got excited, you would probably just give a leash pop. If you want people to pet your dog. But I would encourage... For I would highly encourage you to walk like it's work and just get and practice your boundaries and just say, no, you can't pet my dog. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Happy Monday, everybody. How are you? Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And this is Joelle for the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a one-hour show. It goes from 7 to 8 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, live on YouTube. Happy to be here. Wonderful seminar upcoming, coming up and upcoming. One seminar, two two titles in uh, Portland. We're going to be in Portland this weekend. Got um, Providence coming up. We've got New Jersey coming up. And we've got uh, Kenton, Ohio coming up. So that's exciting. Yeah. And um, and then that's underneath jeffgelmanseminars.com. A lot of people have been asking about the seminar series, so you can go to jeffgelmanseminars.com and learn all about those seminars and the dates. And the dates are they've changed a lot and they've moved around a lot. And we've had to postpone some, but those that I just mentioned look like they're pretty solid dates. Mm -hmm. So um, feel comfortable about getting tickets for that. Hope everybody um, uh, is staying safe out there. And then um, we've got the podcast, and we also have tons of social media with free videos for people that need help. A lot of people are out there struggling with their dogs. And then we've got our training center, which is what we're at now. And the training center runs, you know, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Well, what do you mean by that? It's like, well, like, dogs can't whine at night and bark at night and try to get out of the crates at night. So we actually make sure that they stay safe, and, and we're open every day of the year. We, we never take a day off. Um, this is a Q&A show. You ask a question, we give an answer. And one of the questions that people ask for on this show, as well as at my seminars, which are actually titled Problem Solving Seminars, mm -hmm. it's people come there with dogs that are struggling with problems and we help them with problems. Like not too many people come there to learn how to like teach a behavior. Right. So, which is, would be all reward based. We would teach you the yes marker. We would teach you how to use food or whatever motivator, but to solve a problem, to stop a problem, now, right now, um, or to work on the solving of a problem, such as like aggression, we teach you how to properly apply a punisher or a correction. It's funny. Um, we just put out a great Creed video. Creed is a dog that came in that um, uh, on the drop off um, attempted to maul um, Brittany and then day one went after all of us with intent to harm. Um, really great video. We show the first 10 days, a nice little recap video. And we've been putting out videos, you know, while the dog is here, but you know, we we put out, there's, we're working in a muzzle, we're working them off muzzle, we're doing a ton of clicker and food reward training, and yeah. um, it's a really good overall view of the work we do here. And it's funny because you get all these, you know, armchair experts that like to come up and tell you what, you're to, what to do and how certain things are bad or wrong, and I'm like, you do realize this dog tried to maul us, right, and does, like, go after people and dogs. Like, yeah. you do realize that. Like, we didn't create this. I think one of the funniest things was um, someone's like, well, there's there's better ways to, to, to stop fix dogs like this. You don't have to be so invasive and, you know, brutal or whatever. It's like, have you ever tried T-Touch? And I got no, no, look it up, guys. Just Google T-Touch. Basically, it's massage that somebody put a fancy title on to just generate more revenue. It's like, you know, I'd love this. And I'm not against canine massage. I'm actually for Eastern you know, uh, treatment of dogs as far as like acupuncture and chiropractic and massage. But uh, a little bit of a news alert, when a dog um, is mauling you, there's no time for T-touch. So it's like, there's no time for a reward actually. Right. So the big question to ask is, while you're, while a dog is trying to maul you or your child or another dog, the only question there is, and the only answer that I actually am interested in that I'd like to know what people are doing is what do you do? Mm. That's it. 
don't tell me how to teach you to sit a down recall place. Like we got that covered. Like that's we use food and markers, mm -hmm. standard operating procedure. You know, also touching this dog is a trigger. Yep. Meaning, if you attempt to if touch it to put on a flat buckle collar to take off of a flat buckle collar to put on a slip lead, it will attack you. Therefore, the act of touching it, it will attack you. So, what do you do? Crickets. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Not, and, I'm, and I don't want to hear about it because if you tell me you would do something and I know it won't work because I've been doing this long enough, I'm going to call you on and say that won't work. I'm not opposed to learning new things, but I'm like, that won't work. I need to know because you have to be able to apply a punisher is step one. Mm -hmm. Build a better relationship. No, the dog's mauling you. There's no time for that. So anyway, that was, but I'm really proud of the staff. I'm really proud of all the fans because a lot of people are learning new things. And um, in this show, we talk a lot about, you know, punishments. You can call it punishment. You can call it a correction. You can call it an intolerable, you know, consequence, but it's not redirection and it sure is hell ain't a reward. Meanwhile, we do a lot of that, but that's step two. Step one is stopping the unwanted behavior. So you hear a lot about that, us, about doing that. But remember, you're not yelling at the dog. You're not upset at the dog. Um, it's just a matter of fact, you're just giving information to the dog. That's it. Just like giving the dog information. It's like, oh, you can't do that. That's all. That's what you're doing. All right. So Joelle asked a question. I mean, reads it. You type it into your little chat box at the bottom. Some people do put in um, uh, 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 the, what's the, what's top the top chat, which gets you, uh, it does get you to the top of the queue. We answer it, but you do not have to pay to play. Some people just appreciate all the hard work we do for free. Um, and then, um, but we try to just do as many questions as possible, but unfortunately, most likely because Joelle goes on a rant or hits me and I'm recovering from that, um, or she won't stop laughing. And for that, we can, we can go make lunch. We can go like make dinner, come back and she's still laughing. Um, uh, 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 we don't get through all the questions. So go, go right into it. All right. Melissa said, happy Monday, everyone. Oh, happy Monday. Thanks, Melissa. <gasps> all right. We're a minute in and I'm yawning already. Kathy B says, hi, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. Said, hi, J&J. Made progress with reactivity. Hi, correction on loading and a bonk. And he cut the shit and was better after with birds and horses. What do you know? It worked. That's oh exactly. So here's a great example. That's a dog who's like charging after right. his horses. So too. Sid, what do you do when your dog reacts on horses? I, uh, um, I gave it a high correction on loading, which probably was with a remote collar, and then barked. And then, which oh, by the way took at the most three seconds. Mm -hmm. At the most, it took was three seconds to do. It's a three-second protocol. Um, he cut the shit and was much better after that with the birds and the horses. And, he, and, and everyone's afraid, oh, he'll have a bad relationship. I'm like, no, the dog won't have his teeth kicked out by the horses. Right. Or possibly killed. Next. Um, got bumped. Nicole says, happy Monday. Hey, Nicole. Thomas, hi from Ireland. Hey, Ireland. Someone Which, wants to know when's Buffalo. Buffalo oh, was, um, there is no Buffalo this year. Because we we can't fit Buffalo into the schedule, and we had we had we had all our international ones. We had to cancel them because we can't fly anywhere. And then five months of domestic ones, we had to start rearranging. Some we were able to rearrange, some we will not be able to do. So we're going to have to throw them into 2021. But we had 26 planned for the year. We did 23, I think, last year. We had 26 this year. Um, but like we have one for Canada. I've got to contact them probably tomorrow it's like i don't know if i can get up to canada mm -hmm. right now i can't so we might have to just move that one until 2021 who knows who knows which sucks which sucks trust me we want to be able to help as many people as possible Next. michelle says uh, hello happy monday it's hey, a great michelle. day laura says happy monday With a ton of emojis megan says hello. hello melissa posted the link to your seminar well, that's nice brianna hello from portland can't wait to work with you this weekend Oh, that, that's, that's going to be a question. It's going to be a really fun seminar. It's going to be so, oh, that's another thing about right now. The seminars are smaller and more intimate because there's just not as many people signing up. Um, like these are all, all my seminars this year are going to be called Lost Leaders, meaning we don't make any money on them, um, but we're still doing them because we want to be able to help as many people as possible. Next, Sarona, hi Jeff. My dog recently came back from a board and train. 
He does not play with the e-collar on. He has a hard time understanding that it's okay to play with e-collar. Any suggestions? Well, chances are they didn't do play there. Like, we don't do a lot of play at our place. Um, you could What you could do is just start incorporating in the daily life of the dog. Put First of all, don't have any negative emotions towards it. Just put the collar on the dog. Start your day. Make sure you rotate it every three or four hours just so it doesn't get pressure sores and just go about your business. You know, we have dogs that don't play with muzzles on. We have dogs that don't play with certain, you know, with your vest on. You know, a working dog will play with, with the vest on sometimes. Um, uh, uh, so, you know, the, the bigger issue is you didn't, most, most likely you didn't send your dog away to learn how to play. You sent your dog away probably to learn either basic obedience or to stop someone who wants to be hideous. So, um, you know, play will eventually evolve most likely next Eduardo, hi, J&J. Good Spanish, Jeff, from the last time. Oh. oh greetings from Mexico. Damn, girl. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's okay. A lot of, um, You know what we didn't on. do? We didn't turn off the fans. I'll turn them off. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. Um, Michelle, LOL, Joel, your face just says I've listened to Jeff's intro 58,000 535, 711 times. Oh, she's supposed to sound excited every time we do the intro. I think it's important because we get we get new all new. We get a lot. We get a lot of new um, people on all the time, and then this this podcast is shared. So we always have to we have to always have to get the same intro. Next. Mm -hmm. I think I read that wrong. That's like that would be million. That'd be million. Fifteen million. <laughs> What'd you say? Fifty-eight thousand. No, it's, well, well if, you, if you if you took Seven Eleven off, it'd be fifty eight thousand. Yeah, I know, I know that now. Looking yeah, at it, yeah. Kathleen, loving our English Mastiff Labrador mix puppy. He's so mellow. Hope he stays that way. Working on all the basics, he's doing just great. Thanks for the knowledge. You're welcome. I mean, even if he doesn't stay that way, as long as you install an uh, an off switch on the dog, you'll be fine. You can have a high drive dog, which we've got five high drive dogs all in in place right now, and they won't move because we're doing a show. So you can have a high drive dog, but be a be a calm when being told to calm. Next, Angelo, turn that down. I don't think he heard you. It's so loud. Angelo, yeah. turn your volume down. Okay. Thank you. Oh my God, holding on dog training. Do you see a difference in dogs who practice duration place in groups versus ones who do it alone or with one other dog? Um, I think they end up with better uh, impulse control. Next. Denise, afternoon, Jane J. After listening to last Friday's show for corrections with e collar, it's a no wait two seconds, similar to bonker, and then correct. I've just been no and correcting at the same time, so just verifying. Um, all depends on what you're stopping, but you can just do no and then correct. All depends. I mean, if it's going to go jump on someone, you want to do it immediately. If it's about to get into the in, into something, you have to do it immediately. Um, but you can do it. You can no and then stim. Sometimes you can just stim. I worked with a, with a highly aggressive dog today that goes after dogs, and I just waited until it went after the dog, and then I stimmed it. The act of going after the dog, it, you know, it sucks. Next. Um, Allie, my dog is dog reactive, and when she stares, I give a correction at her working level, but she still insists on staring with her ears perked. Should I go to high until she stops, or do I do a 180? So this is the, this is the thing is um, – this is the thing. Corrections aren't working level. Working level is working level. Corrections are correction level. So yes, you would go higher. Next. Kathleen said, get a new dog. Laughing emoji. No. If someone did ask, they said they would smack it on the nose. Unfortunately, that won't stop an aggressive dog. That won't work. Trust me on that one. You can take a two by four to this dog's head and it won't stop. It won't stop. Think about that. That dog would laugh at the two by four. True aggression. Smack it on the nose is not enough. Now, if your dog growls at you and you gave it a smack on the nose, but and you probably had a decent relationship with your dog, it might stop. But your average dog that wants to harm you will not stop. You'll probably just get your hand bit. Next. Gretchen, just want to publicly announce yet again that I like Joelle. She's great. Thanks, Gretchen. We did not know that. Next. And, aye, aye, aye. And, and you like her hair, too. Let everybody know that. I just got bumped again. I just can't. This is not my day. You've been bumped a lot. Um, Nicole said, correct it. 
the aggressive dog. So see, so now correct it. Of course you do, but but step by step. Do you know what I mean? It's like that's like build a good relationship with a dog or train it. Do you know what I mean? So what does that mean? What does correct it mean? So what I ask people, and I love you, you know, you're on my show, you know, um, even though a lot of haters watch my show because they're, they're waiting for that soundbite to capture, like Jeff hits dogs, Jeff kicks dogs, Jeff beats the shit out of a dog. And then they turn that into when the dog doesn't do a down, he beats it. You know what I mean? It's like they're waiting for that one wonderful sound clip. I give you guys enough ammunition to hopefully to turn into sound clips. And did you know that there's modern technology out there that I don't even have to say it, but you can just type in the word and it sounds like I am saying it. Like, so you don't really? even, need, yeah, you don't even need me anymore. Yeah. You just have to have enough recordings of me. Yeah. That's all. That's so, plenty of those. Yep. So, so what you need to do is, and what I, when I, what I always ask folks that love to criticize me, which is fine. I'm, I'm, I am, I am open to debate, but I'm not open to insults and I'm not open to lies. And I'm, I'm not open to cut and paste responses. It's like, that's a cut and paste. It's like, I cannot tell you how many times they're like, oh, are you the guy that hits dogs? And it's like, yes, I'm the guy that throws a cotton towel at a dog to stop it from lunging at another dog. Now, if you really think that that is considered hitting a dog, you should not own a dog. Because I'd like to know, let me flip that question. What would you do if your family dog was charging towards your child to bite it? I always ask that question because I'd like to know. I want to know where their head's at. Do I mean I want to know like, number one, I want to know how much they care about their kids. Hmm. Number one, or should they even have kids? And usually people will say, well, what did the kid do? I'm like, it was just sitting there. Well, it must have done something previously. I'm like, no, it was just sitting there. Hmm. Like the dog that went after Brittany, it never met Brittany. It went after every staff member here. It never met any of us. What do we do with it? All we did was grab, hold, literally hold the leash. We held the leash. That's all we did was hold the leash. The act of holding the leash got us attacked. Mm -hmm. that, that's all we did. Like we didn't start training. No. And all it had on, all it had on was a slip lead. Mm -hmm. It's never had a prong collar on, never had a remote collar on. It's And it comes from a wonderful family. And that's another, oh, it must've been the way it was raised. Actually, the owner's, are fucking great it comes from a wonderful family they've had it since eight weeks old it's wonderful in the house it's loving in the house that's not the problem so you can't use the how it was raised you can't use the it's a rescue you can't use the abuse card you can't use the e-cower card you can't use the prong cower card you can't use it's the way we train the dog card so we're taking that all away because it should all be taken away. And we need to focus on the actual problem. But even bigger than that is we have to focus on the solution. We are a solution-oriented company. How do you fix something? We get paid to fix things. Not to sound smart and tell you why things. Because that, that leaves owners with nothing other than a bunch of paper and a big bill. Which is what, when you go to a behaviorist, that's what they give you. Or they give you this ho horrific response that nobody can reasonably do. No reasonable person has enough time of the day to do certain protocols. Mm. When all you have to do is just learn how to properly apply a punisher. Next. Irene, hey, Jane, Jay. Wally says, hey. Hey, Wally. Kayla, I'm trying to help my mom train her two dogs, but they're used to having everything handed to them so with no effort on their part. So they give up easily. How do I encourage or motivate them? Are you talking about your folks or the dogs? Who's the dogs? But they're used to having... The dogs are used to having everything handed to them. Well, then now they have to work for it. So now they have to start working for their daily meals. So start with the basics. So start with being proactive on teaching them sit, down, place with, with, with food. You work for your food from now on. And you should also learn a little bit of compulsion. And then you have to learn how to stop basic, you know, bad behaviors, you know, create nonsense and also have a good structured program. So we create nonsense. You have to learn how to stop jumping on people. You should learn how to stop leech pulling. You should learn how to stop next. Beverly friends, foster fights, going to the crate by thrashing, jumping, etc. He can shove her in, but even with prong on as your videos, she doesn't improve and also pees as soon as she gets inside. Okay. So the prong is just a tool. 
Keep in mind, guys, food is a tool. Prong is a tool. Remote collar is a tool. The most important part of dog training is actual dog training. So what she needs to do is do crate drills. You know, go in the crate, close the door. Open the door, dog tries to rush out, close the door. Open the door, release the dog. Put in the sit. Do that 20 times. Okay? And then any nonsense in the crate, a remote collar is great to stop that. For all the people out there that have heard that correcting a dog in a crate um, makes the dog worse, that's a lie. The dog already is worse. Like, all these dogs come to us with bad behaviors. We don't create them. We eliminate them. Next. Allie, instead of bonking, can I use e-collar on a high level to correct my dog for being reactive towards dogs? Yeah, yeah. Bonking usually is used, you know, just to teach no, and that's usually done inside. But, you know, your remote collar is you want to apply your 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 punisher as the dog's loading. So pre-explosion is the most effective way to do it. Think of an alcoholic. You don't want them to walk in the bar. Once they walk in the bar, uh, that's not good. And then once they order their drink, that's not good. And once they take a sip of a drink, it's all over, right? So your job is to not allow them to walk in the bar. Next. It's weird. Um, Robbie, hi guys from Melbourne, Australia. Finally, the timing is right for me to watch. Oh, awesome. We love the AU. Kionda, hi guys. Found a used treadmill. Any tips? How long should I typically make them walk? My older dog hates it. The younger one loves it. So, I mean, well, you already, um, any tips? Yeah, I've got one, two, three, three, at least three or four videos on our website. I mean, on our YouTube channel, excuse me, on how to, um, stop, um, how to stop, how to start, how to start a dog on a treadmill. So watch those videos next. Joe said cattle one, German Shepherd zero. Yep. Brianna, tips on teaching a sensitive dog, give it with e-collar. She'll lose the drive to play, etc. when she feels stim, but don't want her to stop playing. I just want her to give it when playing fetch, for example. So we use the word drop. It doesn't make a difference. These are just English words that the dog doesn't know what it is. We, we say out, the dog drops it, we play chuck it. Usually a dog that's got a high drive will you will do that. Now, there, I don't like the exchange thing. You know, what you can do is you can say out, stim, and then say break, and then reward with food. So, but don't do the switcheroo. That's just a reward for the drop command. There's a big difference between bribery and a reward-based system. So you can you can try that. Um, tr try that next. Um, Nicole said, no worry. We are here waiting. Oh, awesome. Jamie, any advice to put on e-collar on a fearful working dog? Yeah, just put it, just put it on. So the fearful part, everyone thinks that remote collars are bad for fearful dogs. But it's like, we have dogs that when they see a plastic bag floating by, hit the ground out of fear. Mm -hmm. So that means we should ban plastic bags or we have to go places with no plastic bags because that's the dog's worst fear. But that's not true. If anything, you would want to expose the dog to lots of plastic bags so they'll get over it. So what you do is, number one, stop calling it a fearful dog and call it a dog. Grab your remote, wake up, put it on the dog, start your day. Don't even have to use it for the first couple of days if you don't want to. Learn how to use the collar for low level, for pressure on, pressure off. Just keep in mind, after 10,000 dogs trained and traveling the world doing seminars, almost every dog, but let's just call it 90%. Seminars, more and more people are using equipment, but definitely on the boarding train level. Mm -hmm. um, at least 90%, if not almost every dog. I don't want to say every dog, because I'm sure there's been dogs that have had equipment used on them. They come in with the most serious behavioral issues imaginable. Fearful, nervous, anxious, shut down anxiety, crate breakers, human aggression, dog aggression, every, like, yes, leash pulling, jumping, like just everything that you guys are all struggling with, they come in here and they've never had any of these tools used on them. Mm -hmm. So the tool did not create this. What created this? Mother nature did, life experiences did, Owners might have encouraged it, not on purpose, but unfortunately, by default, because they didn't have the proper knowledge or they got the wrong information from someone that when they thought what they were doing was right, but they were, was making it worse, but nobody does it on purpose. So we're not making things worse at all. We're only making them better. Mm -hmm. So dogs fearful or not, it's time to work.
and then just go through the process next. Rhonda, hey y'all, my dog reacts every time I touch her leash or go around her collar. Ugh, growls and nips, e-collar? Um, you can bonk that, no and bonk. So the rule is I will touch her. So there's a couple of things you can do. You can do a counter conditioning protocol. Watch Rupert counter conditioning or Rupert Cower protocols. It's Rupert something on my YouTube channel, I forgot. So number one, you can do, it'll be a food and clicker protocol. Okay, food and clicker. No one will make a video about that because it's, that's, I'm talking about food and clickers. But you use a food and clicker, right? So I reach my hand towards your collar. You don't growl. I click and I reward. Reach my hand towards the top of your collar. You don't growl. I click and reward. Bottom of your collar, click and reward. Side of your collar, click and reward. I get closer, closer, closer to the point where I'm touching it. So imagine 30 times every meal I'm doing all of this stuff, doing it. Now, if you growl, I say no and I bonk. If you know what a bonker is, it's a cotton towel. If anybody has a problem with a cotton saying no and and Yes, hitting your dog with a cotton towel because it growls at you. Well, please don't have a dog. It would start living in reality because so many owners are struggling and so many people are having success. You don't agree with it, don't do it. But, but it's my job to educate the public. It's also my job not to fall into this cancel culture out there that tries to shut you down because they don't agree with it. So because somebody doesn't agree with your opinion, they try to destroy, instead of having a civil debate, they try to literally shut down your business by picketing, rioting, making threats, calling up your landlord, calling up all the venues you're doing seminar at, calling up all of your clients that you've worked with, um, um, going through all your social media and writing trash from you, making negative reviews on every public site there is making sure you go out of business and destroying you, your employees, and all their families. Because they, because they, as a human being, don't agree with what you, what you are doing. Mm. Instead of literally just minding their own business, you know, right. or, or discussing it and mm. being able to agree to disagree. I mean, if you really want to put someone out of business, do a better job than they are. And then let the marketplace decide who to bring their dog to. Mm -hmm. There's tons of buildings for rent right around here. Rent went out and open up a dog training school. And take away our business. But that's not the way the mindset works. Right now in 2020. Right. So, next. Michael, hey, Jeff and Joel. I'm teaching my Pomsky commands. And since he knows a treat follows, he gets happy and jumps around, but also overdoes it. Right. How do I settle him then to follow the command? So this is interesting. So this is, we just did a, we just put up a TikTok video. If you didn't know we're on TikTok, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, and we're on, obviously we have a website. Um, and I encourage any, all my young dog trainers or even not young dog trainers, any dog trainers should have the exact same platforms. Um, and put out tons of free stuff with no obligation in return and show your work and talk and educate the public and give away all your knowledge for free. So what happens though is, we just talked about this, is does food help or hurt? So right now it sounds like it's hurting a little bit. So you can do something called variable rewards, which does fit into their agenda, okay? Very variable rewarding, we sort of know what we're talking about. So variable rewards, and then you can start using, believe it or not, lower value um, rewards. Nobody talks about that. They say use, you know, HVTs, higher value treats, or HVRs, higher value rewards. They got acronyms for everything, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so you can use lower stuff or you can correct for excitement. So people don't realize you can actually correct for excitement. Oh, no, that'll ruin the dog. No, it won't. You can correct for excitement. When you give information to a dog in a proper way that's consistent, they will learn. Next. Mm -hmm. Gretchen, 725. Ready, set, go, Joel. Right. Probably not tonight. No. Candace, happy Monday, guys. Hope you're doing well. My six-month-old pup is currently at a board and train. My trainer let me know that for the first month he comes home, he'll be in place when not going out for walks, washroom break, training, and feeding. I'm slow I am to slowly start introducing freedoms after a month. My pup will be earning these freedoms. I want to start small, but I'm unsure of what small freedom could be to a dog. Can you go over some ideas? I don't want to give 
too much freedom. So Candace, it's not that I want to answer your question, but that's a question for the training company you're working for. It's not because you didn't pay me and you paid them. It's nothing to do with it. They're training your dog. Those are questions for them. Because the last thing to say is what Jeff said. Well, but they're training your dog. It doesn't matter what Jeff says. They've got your dog. It's what they say. They're going to know your dog better than me. If they have a program policy go home package, they will tell you. So, you know, ask, you know, ask them what that all means. That's a question. It's a great question, by the way, but that's a question for them. Next. Jennifer, my 10-month-old has become so much better on the walk with the prong collar. But if someone wants to pet him on the walk, he jumps. Help, I have an e-collar. Should I use that? No, you shouldn't use that at all. You should not let people pet him on the walk. And I'm not against people petting him on the walk, but the walk is the walk is the walk. We're working. Okay? Get off Tinder. Get off Facebook. It's time to work. Okay? So same thing with the walk. The walk is the walk is the walk. But if the dog got excited, you would probably just give a leash pop. If you want people to pet your dog. But I would encourage... I would highly encourage you to walk like it's work and just get in practice your boundaries and just say, no, you can't pet my dog. Next. Edward. Hi, guys. Thanks for all you do. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania would be a great area for seminars. Major dog ownership demographic area. So there's dogs everywhere and there's badly behaved dogs everywhere. I can do a seminar in every city in the country or the world and it would be packed. Not maybe not right now with COVID going on, um, but it would be great. So there's dogs everywhere. So in Pennsylvania, I am doing one in New Jersey, which is close to Pennsylvania, because it's right across the, the river from Philadelphia, which is Pennsylvania. So it's drivable. If you're within 300 miles of my seminar in, in New Jersey, I would encourage you to go. But I cannot be in every city in, in every state at all. There's only 52 weekends, and I can't be on the road every, every weekend. So there's But there's tons of dog-owning places but most people will drive the records 36 hours i think um i mean we had a we had someone in our in our petaluma california seminar that came up from mexico yeah that's far so if somebody's gonna come up from mexico you can come from pennsylvania from northern california to 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 yeah from northern california that's huge came from another country next um hazir said hi hello hazir anna does a longer 225 prong deliver a better correction than a three millimeter my dog has a 17-inch neck and considering getting a 225 with extra lengths. Actually, the 225 is less less than the 3-millimeter. It's a smaller collar. Smaller collar. So if you need, if you need, you would, for a 17-inch neck, you probably would have to add lengths to it. That's what she means, just a longer, like... Oh, 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 well, a longer as in, like, longer circumference-wise. Um, It's not about that. It's about, it could be it could be a timing issue, and it could be a... Uh, um, other things you could have bad just just bad timing but you can try adding extra links to it but most likely it's a timing issue or you're not relevant with your dog you're just not relevant enough to your dog next um melissa post the link to your patreon channel no thank you melissa grace. There's, there's a lot of exclusive exclusive content on patreon we're also on patreon grace for double down would you name it head down or just repeat down so you can name it anything you want to because these are english words that you have to teach your dog so you can call, what's the word that you want to call it? Head down. You can call it head down if you want to. You can call it settle, call it relax. You can call it broccoli. You can call it anything you want to. You can actually name, you can actually have some fun with it. Teach that the word spaghetti means down and meatballs means double down. So you say spaghetti to your dog, it downs. And then you say, with meatballs. And then I put this head down. You can do that. Or you can just run off the bat, you can just say, spaghetti with meatballs. And it does a double down. Yeah. Wouldn't that be if you just said meatballs and your dog was standing up and put his head on the ground and just like walked around with his head on the ground? <laughs> you know, you do that too, I guess. Yeah. Actually, you could. I mean, in trick training, you can train your dog to do a lot of different things. Next. Nicole, okay, so I have a question. We breed Rottweilers and have had a lot of new imports since our house fire. Ooh, what are your key pointers of making them a whole? Yes, I know some don't like others and never will, but maybe some pointers on unity. I was going to muzzle a couple girls. They're muzzle conditioned and walk. What do you mean by whole? I don't quite understand understanding that. Making them like a pack, I guess. Making them whole. But they're breed. They're they're puppies though. Oh, but these are for the no, older new ones. New imports. Oh, oh, your oh, your new imports. How do people keep those dogs separate? But if you want to have a, if you want to run a pack, number one, I don't know, I don't know 
the dogs. I don't know what kind of existing problems they have, and I don't know your skill set. Um, so what I would do though is the first thing to do is teach existence. Definitely want to muzzle train your dogs. The last thing you need is, is, a, is a rotty fight. Okay. So you definitely want to muzzle train your dogs. Your dog's super comfortable in muzzles, work on existence. So you work on the walk together. Then you work on um non-moving um non-moving uh, um, existence as well, such as like down, down stays, you know, next to each other, place next to each other. And then if you want to let them interact, let them interact. And then you start correcting any dominant, you know, positioning at all, any dominant posturing at all. Next. Um, Chelsea, I have a skittish two-year-old that gets spooked by almost everything yeah. you can think of. I've corrected her many times for trying to flee, but it seems to be temporary at best. Seems to be her base state. So there's a lot of dogs that are genetically a little bit, that they struggle genetically. Um, and they, they definitely are skittish. And we have some dogs that we've seen that come in skittish. Do we make progress? We do make progress, but they leave her skittish. Like we absolutely have dogs here. Just like we have aggressive dogs that we can't get, get to a level of safety that we feel comfortable with, with like, say the family situation that it's in. You have, a, you have dogs that come in so skittish that, you know what? It's like, you're struggling. You're, you're, so a lot of the, a lot of your nervous, fearful, skittish dogs, you can't, rate success in weeks you have to be rating it almost in years like that's how long some of these dogs actually totally need for rehab not on our dime like a time in your dime but just like over the course of over the, over the course of stuff so what you're going to be doing is is it's possible that you're nagging your dog you're not giving your dog a, a big believe it or not and yes you can correct the skittish dog because if you don't you can get hit by traffic so you're not correcting necessarily the dog for being afraid. You're correcting the, the dog's action, the act of usually fleeing mm -hmm. or being spooked out of a downstay because I don't know, like something dropped on the floor. It's like, yes, I know that startled you, but I need you to hold your down. Next. Hoku, my dog rushes the door when she hears anything outside. We've worked on the off command, but she still does it. Should I always have a leash on her to put her in place? But most times she does it on a whim. So this is what I want you to do is how, when your dog rushes the door, have you made the act of rushing the door suck? Like really bad. Remote collar, high level, no, high level stim. Bonker, water bottle, throw pillow, shoe, anything. I mean, they used to use throw, they still use throw chains, anything. Penny can, like literally, like you want them dog to know that rushing the front, rushing the front door. Yeah, rush, yeah, is from the front door. Rushing the front door is a bad choice. Then, Step two is you can teach place. And yes, you should have a leash on your dog. Next. Paul, coming to the New Jersey seminar, wondering if I have a prong too tight or loose. Was loose enough to spin on a walk? Took a link out, but it's really tight now. I'm not sure which is right. So um, well, you, sometimes when you put a collar on your dog, they flex their muscle over the course of the day. Dogs, dog, dog's neck, necks can contract and, 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 and um, retract and contract. Um, uh, you know, chances are if you put your dog the collar up high enough, you can get a little bit of leverage. If you're using um, a, a collar that has a middle plate, take the middle plate out and then flip all the links around so all the links just go in one in one direction. Next. Um, Otis, my DSC will come to me when called inside, but outside only sometimes. He comes to my girlfriend all the time. Your thoughts? Um, your dog hates you. Watch your dad. Simple as that. Dog wants to run off with your girlfriend and she dog's trying to say, probably has conversations with, with your girlfriend saying, dump this guy. So what I would do is this. What I would do is teach your dog a proper recall, start it on a leash and do hundreds and hundreds of reps. I would move to move to remote collar, start on a working level and do it the way we, you don't have to do it the way we teach work, you know, re, you know, recall, but eventually you want to get to correction level. So you're correcting your dog for not listening to a known command. And then believe it or not, you work the dog off your girlfriend. So if your girlfriend is the best resource in the room, you're going to be calling your dog off your girlfriend. You do that with a leash and a remote collar. But that this takes hundreds of repetitions to do. Do not rush the recall training. Next. Anna, what is the spatial awareness called where you turn directly into the dog until they disengage? Did I already read this? Um, not today. Okay. I saw a video once and can't find it again to rewatch. So I believe it's been moved to our uh, Patreon channel. Yeah. All of our really complete videos have been moved to our Patreon channel. It's underneath the do-it-yourself video series or video, you know, playlist on Patreon. It's called Spatial Pressure. And it's a great way to get dogs to learn how to stop crowding you, but also how to walk behind you. It's a really powerful video. Sid, working on existence with my two GSDs, Willow has issue with physical touch with dogs for play. She pins them down. Ideas to work on this dominant behavior. I use e-collar high. Um, we would actually use a stockyard whip. 
So double tap to the dog's butt. Oh my God, you whip dogs. I'm like, no, we just stop dogs from pinning each other down. Because that could turn into a horrific, uh, a horrific bloody fight. Mm -hmm. And if someone is struggling with the fact that a double tap to the ass, which by the way, I usually pay extra, you know, I give you a nice tip on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Finger insertion. I'll fucking, you'll, 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 you'll be able to like, definitely buy a new car. Might be, it might be a Yugo, but it'll be new. Um, new for you. Um, what you're going to do is if you struggle with that concept, it's like, really? Like you haven't seen a proper dog fight then. It's horrific. It's horrific. Next. Um, Louise said, hi. Hello. Robbins, well, I absolutely love that you share so much. I've been reading as much as possible, but haven't been able to find an answer. Mm -hmm. I have three pit bulls, two labs, Five dogs so all males. Yep. I've recently rescued a female Dane. That's six dogs. She was a hoarding backyard breeder mess. Okay. I've been trying to work on her confidence, making good strides. She's too excitable in the house, but we're working on being calm through the house, etc. Problem is, she's petrified of my husband who feeds and cares for her as well. I'm unsure. So the reason why she's petrified of your husband probably is be not because of anything your husband has done. It's probably because of lack of exposure to the males. And this takes time. So tell your husband to not take it personally to keep up with it. But as far as how to get the dog to be more confident in the house, it's going to be hard to be confident as a female with five older brothers. But she's super confident. Um, I had four older brothers. And she's super confident. Because she'd go toe Because they taught you. me how to kick ass from like five years old. Exactly. Exactly. Because you had no choice. You got to no. defend yourself. Fist fights. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and everyone thinks that I'm joking when you punch me or, or elbow me in the ribs. And I'm like, no, it actually does hurt. It actually does hurt. That's like 2% of my strength. <laughs> then you don't know your own strength. <laughs> you laugh. You laugh. You mock. Can you mock? So it's at 7.25, it's 7.41. So what I want you to do is, believe it or not, holding the dog accountable will actually help with the confidence. So hold the dog accountable. Also, don't overwhelm it with all those other dogs. You might want to work it separately, and you might want to actually start keeping it a little bit separately till you get that confidence up. Next. Lexi, tips for getting an 11-week-old puppy to get out of the litter box when the bonking method only stops him for a moment and then he does it again? Oh, oh you're not – the dog's not using the litter box, correct? No, he's probably in there trying to eat shit. Okay, so chances are 11 weeks old eh, – I wouldn't use a remote collar. So I put no. a, le a leash on the dog. Chance The problem is when you bonk really hard, you have fucking cat litter flying everywhere. So what I would do is I would, I would be prepared. I'd have a broom and a dustpan ready. Hopefully you have kids that can clean up that stuff too, because that's what kids are for. So what I would do, chances are you are not bonking hard enough. So if I had an 11-week-old puppy that was climbing in the litter box, first of all, why does the dog have access to the litter box? Mm. If you, unless you live in a studio apartment. Why does the dog, because I don't know about you, but my litter box is in my basement. And my dogs, I just don't let my dogs go down in the basement. There's nothing down there, but a litter box and a lot of like shit that I probably should get rid of, but I'm waiting for that garage sale that I'll never have. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, or just, I should just be flipping it on eBay or Facebook. So you probably, what I want you to do, Angelo, please know, turn I'm that like, down. What is that? Angelo, turn it down. Sorry. I have to yell at my kid. Angelo, the come here. I don't think he heard you. It's so loud. Yeah. Close that door. Um, so what I want you to do is um, no, and then bonk pretty firmly. Next. Kiana, what do you do when your dogs are pushy with each other on walks together but are great alone? My dogs start to push ahead and constantly yeah. push with the leash switching places. So watch the spatial pressure video. Also, use your heel, heel cap to the chest. You're not kicking your dogs. Literally just heel, heel, boom, to the chest. That backs them up. But spatial pressure video. All the dogs will, all the dogs will walk behind you. Penny, hey guys, thank you so much for what you do. I've learned so much from you. We have a two-year-old GSD who is trained on an underground fence. Yep. She has four acres around our house and barn has never gone through the fence. How would you recommend incorporating the remote collar that you teach without causing any trouble with the underground fence collar? Do you think it will cause confusion for her? It might cause confusion um, for recall. But what you're going to do is you're going to have a leash on the dog and you're going to work your dog through it. What you're going to do is, though, your dog is going to start looking down as soon as it starts feeling the pressure. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind that the underground fence is probably, oh, 10 times stronger than the highest level on a remote collar as it should be. It's containing a dog and dogs go through underground fences. You know, we've trained a lot of underground fence dogs. And the one thing is, yeah, they're definitely a little bit like apprehensive of it. Yeah, Even look. on working, they look at the ground. That's like the biggest thing. 
So just give them leash guidance. Right. Use tons of food. Right. Lou. Right. Hi, guys. Just checking in and watching. Maisie was spayed yesterday and had an ear flushed and treated. She's in a cone for a while and has to chill for 14 days duration less Jeez. of time. Mm. I, what, I, what I do is like muzzle train those dogs. It's like where a muzzle is have a cone. It's a lot easier. But So she has to be in a cone. So, yeah, place it is. I kept girl after her cruciate surgery. She had two of them. I kept girl not running around for six months. The first four weeks, she was on a leash just to go potty. Because she, like, moves fast and she pivots. Next. Kathleen, hi, guys. Happy to be catching lives lately. Hey, Kathleen. Oh, thanks for being here, Kathleen. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon. Oh, channel. yeah, watch. If you guys want to get your, your shit in shape, definitely jump on to Joelle's Patreon page. Lisa, hey, guys. So my dog chases one cat but completely leaves another one alone. I think this is because the one cat he leaves alone isn't afraid of him. Thoughts? You know, I tend to be a monogamous, monogamous pussy chaser myself. So I think what you can do is the bottom line is we don't worry about the cat that doesn't chase. That's not the problem. The question is, how do you fix or stop the, the the cat that is being chased by that dog? You make it suck. It's as simple as that. You make it suck to chase the cat. And then the dog goes, well, that sucks. I'm not chasing that cat anymore. Next. Basically. Remote cow will dramatically help. Next. Tara, my Rottweiler walks amazing for my husband. He can greet dogs, loves people. But when I walk him, he wants to react to everything. I use a prong collar with him to do corrections, mm -hmm. which have helped. My husband uses a dominant with him. He's turning seven and does not have does have sore hips, and his front leg is now bugging him, so he limps. Mm. Have noticed he tends to be more reactive when sore. He's mm -hmm. even reactive in our backyard. Any suggestions? Yeah, I mean, when a dog is in physical discomfort, it tends to react more. Number one, I would actually start thinking about water therapy and acupuncture for your dog. Also think about they make underground treadmills, but also get, teach your dog how to swim. So swimming might be the main um, uh, uh, exercise for your dog if you if you buy a water source. As far as the difference between a dominant dog collar and a prong collar, dominant dog collar for reactivity actually might help you better. It might help you better. But the dominant dog collar, remote collar combo might be your best option. Teach your dog also how to go to follow mode. So to just remember, it's not a male-female thing. It's just a it's just a dog relationship to the human thing. Dogs always do that. So what I would do is get that teach that dog how to walk behind you with our spatial pressure video. That will dramatically help. And between that and the leverage of the remote collar, that's going to really, really dramatically help. And then also hold your dog accountable for everything else in the house. Like I always say, what does the rest of the day look like? What's the rest of the day look like? And um, uh, uh, what does the day as far as like, is it holding its commands? Are you holding it accountable? Are you stopping inside unwanted behavior? Things like that. Next. Candace, I plan on asking my trainer as well. I just wanted to hear from you. Yeah, I know. But I always throw it back at people. So it's, and it's not, it, I, and I, please understand, it's not that I don't want to answer your question. It's that you're actively using you're actively, your dog is actively in a another boarding train program. I don't want you to go against the program. I want you to follow their program. Follow their program. Listen to what they tell you because you will be confused if you try to listen to too many chefs. The food will taste like shit. Okay. So it's true. Trust the trainer, trust them. All right. Robbie, yes, civil debate. I was crucified the other day because someone noticed I had a prong collar on my dog. And yes, mind your own damn business. Yeah, they can't. They, 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 these are false assumptions. They make false assumptions. Mm -hmm. hmm, you must be like that because of your uniform. You must be like that because of the color of your skin. You must be like that because you have a prong collar. Mm -hmm. it's, all, it's all based on false assumptions or in, in labeling. And it's like, I know everything about you because of that one item. Yeah. And because my preconception of that one item is this, negative usually, I'm going to treat you a certain way. That's what it is. That's what it is. So, you know, it's like, if you don't like prong collars, don't use them. 
Yeah, it, these are really simple. Si it's a pretty simple concept. I don't like prong collars. Don't use them. You know, I am not interested in driving a sports car. I like to be up a little bit higher. <gasps> You're not? You don't like sports cars? No. So it's like, what? It's like, I am not into science fiction movies. So I'm not interested in going to a science fiction movie or watching a science fiction movie. I love good documentaries. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, like, like the, one of the best things about this country, and I love, love living in the United States of America, nothing against my international audience at all, because I love traveling to other parts of the world. And I actually have thought about like retiring in some little village, in a wee little village somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like by on the beach. I want to I want to get up 365. I want to get up every single fucking morning with my fucking coffee in my fucking underpants. Walk out and sit on my front porch at 5 a.m. and not freeze my fucking ass off. Mm. Same. Underpants and coffee too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I'm sorry. That's what I want. That's what I want. So ocean view. Yeah. So if anybody knows of a place, don't if if if, if envision me in underpants, don't let that throw you. I'm just find the real estate for me, okay? Right. All right. I'll you know I'll, I'll put a robe on if it's the right location, okay? And you probably won't. You won't be my neighbor, I'm sure. So I don't know where we are. So now we're talking about the prong car. Yeah. So it's like it's like these assumptions. It's so weird assumptions. that we're on quite a tangent there. It's like right off track. Now, I think when someone mentions prong collar, we immediately start talking about ocean views of real estate in your underpants drinking coffee. The, the connection is there. It's, yeah. It's like, it's like what is that one thing? Seven seven degrees of separation from uh, who's the guy from Footloose? I don't know. What are you talking about? I have no idea. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon? Oh, I don't like him. Yeah. Do you know that here's this thing. Every movie I've ever seen him in, he's always like a creepy character. So here's I have a, like a weird. Here's something that's really interesting. Before Footloose came out, either director or producer of Footloose came to my high school, Charles F. Brush High School in South Euclid. It was in the South Euclid Linder School System. Came to my high school and observed the day of the kids in the school. Okay. He, he traveled around to a bunch of high schools. So, and, oh, he observed your high school. But not just ours, many of them. Okay. And then he put out Footloose. I wonder if any of them were based off like you. No, none of them. No? No. Not a single one? Not one. No. Hmm. no. All right, Kelly, advice on getting your dog to listen inside the house without the e-collar on? Should I just use food and repetition? Great outside with e-collar, not the best inside without it. Usually, that's funny, Kelly, because it's usually the other way around. I've got a feeling you're loosey-goosey inside. Am I right? A little bit casual inside. Don't really reinforce commands. Eh. You're inside, can't run off, can't get it. But by that's a car. without the e-collar on. Yeah. If so she wears it inside. So you number one, how that. many repetitions have you done? Hundreds, thousands. Okay. Next. Rhonda, thanks so much. I'll do that. You do that. Kathleen, you're gonna, you're gonna be outside in your underpants drinking coffee. All right. Photos. Kathleen, haha. Variable reinforcement. I love when you speak ABA. I feel <laughs> like my two worlds are colliding. <laughs> no, they are. Crash, boom, shabam, wham. It's like a cartoon, right? Eddie, hello from Alaska. Thank you for the training tips. You're welcome, Alaska. I had a great time in Alaska. Oh, my God. That's what we learned about. What should we call it? That cooking method. Sous vide. Sous vide. That was some good fish. That was a damn good fucking Remember fish. Remember all the moose? The mooselets? Yeah. That was so cool. But that sous vide. Who's calling me right now? It's so late. It's like my bedtime. That sous vide. Oh, that was good. Was so good. Next. Charles, hi. Hope you're getting more sleep. You're talking <laughs> to me or her? Me? <laughs> I was up at 11.32 last night. <laughs> That's when you woke up? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's late. And I'm like, I grabbed my phone. It's 11.32. I'm like, when Time to start the day. It's like, when did I fall asleep? No, I actually went back to sleep. That's good. Yeah. Um, Lexi, also my 11-month-old puppy barks when he wants to go outside by the door. Do I bonk him for that? Or is his barking in general? Well, does he actually have to go outside to go to the bathroom? So do you have a routine? Do you have a bathroom routine? Like if you didn't let your dog outside with a piss on the floor, does it actually have to go outside? So if it has to go outside, then don't correct it. 
But if it's just 11 weeks, not 11 months. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Put a leash on and take it outside, please. Next. Risa, hello, guys. Training Ozzy with remote collar. He is doing well, but keeps getting sores on his neck from the remote collar. Yeah. We take it off at night or whenever he's in the kennel. Any advice? Yeah, probably sensitive skin. They're pressure sores, by the way. They're not burned. Remote collars, modern, modern remote collars do not burn dogs. It's impossible. Take a remote collar, throw it in gasoline, kerosene, oil, hit the button. There's no ignition. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing like that. So most likely it is uh, pressure sores. Dog probably has sensitive skin. You can also look into comfort pads. Also find, look for a nickel-free contact point. Next. Dan, Jeff has to be Italian. Watch it without sound. <laughs> I'm Jewish. But we all talk with our hands. Next. I do too. I I'm guilty. Yep. Lexi, shoot. I already read that. Yep. He's 11 weeks. Um, Princess. My GSD eight month gets away too excited, snapped and put my chihuahua's head in her mouth. Whoa, we keep them separate. She exhibits crazy reactivity behavior with all other dogs too. We've tried all corrections. All corrections? All corrections? So number one, let's work on your dog's arousal level for other stuff, for other stuff. I would start it at home. I would start it at home. Your dog needs to understand what the word no means. No and then correct. If your dog doesn't stop, if your dog does not stop the behavior, theoretically it wasn't a punishment, correct? Because punishment extinguishes or slows down um, behaviors. So chances are it wasn't applied properly, the timing could have been off, or it wasn't considered by your dog. Your dog's perception was probably like, tickle my balls again, please. It was not a correction, next. BB, love you, Jeff. You have helped us out a lot and love the sense of humor. Love you too. I'm not being trying to be funny. Courtney. What do people always say that too? It's like, I'm not trying to be funny. Courtney. What about tails? LOL. My pit mix has a wicked tail. We've worked on settle and existing. What else can we do? I, you, know, you, know, you know what some people suggest for happy tail? Docking it. Yeah. 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 The removal of the tail. That's a big Ooh, one. Oh, it's getting bloody and stuff. Yeah. We absolutely have had, and I can see why people would say that. I can see why people would say that because we have gotten dogs in here that in their crates, Every fucking day, it's like a bloodbath. Every day. And all they have is like the smallest little gash. And you wrap it and you do this. And it's like every day. I can see why people would do that. Yeah, on your walls and your I house. think if I owned a dog, let's see, if I owned a dog that had happy tail and I couldn't get it to stop. And I was like, doc, doc. He's like, yeah, you can just dock the tail, which is illegal in a lot of countries. And I get it. It's, 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 a not, it's an unelected surgery. You know what I mean? But so is technically spay and neuter because you can actually monitor your dog's procreation habits. You know, um, like we've got an intact female and we've got an intact male and they ain't humping, you no. know, no humping at all. Nothing. Not, not allowed. Nope, not allowed. So, so I can see that, but for happy tail, that's a hard one. You, you know, could you correct happy tail? You can try next. Robin. Thank you so much. I do keep her social times with the other dogs limited while transitioning her into the pack. Awesome, Robin. Um, Jared, when practicing recall outside, after a couple of recalls, my dog won't leave my side. Yeah. How do I fix this to get more reps in? Uh, put him in place for a down stay and walk away. Next. Oh, my God. We might finish them all by the time the show's over. Okay, cool. Lisa, I agree. Make it suck. Very hard to catch him in the act. I'll do my best. Set him up. Everybody's like, set the dog up for success. I agree 100%. We do that all the time. But you also have to set your dog up for failure. Why? Mother nature. She don't care. All right. We got two minutes and okay. four questions. Got it. Um, princess, she very clearly has high reactivity toward other dogs. She also does quick nips at our hands. Ooh. Do you think the e-collar will help? I know the e-collar will help if you, if you use it properly. Next. Penny, you guys are great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Riley, not sure if you'll get to this, but when correcting my dog's arousal around other dogs outside, e-collar correct. He runs in the opposite direction. E-collar, then leash pop. Thanks. Um, if the leash is on the dog, do not let the dog run in the opposite direction next. You also might be going too high. No, correct. Next. Jared, how do you maintain constant contact with the remote collar? Different contact points for different dogs? Um, it's more about hair length and also it's fit, tightness. Next. Also, okay. get, get the um, one that has the elastic on it. Last one. Mavis, my husband's pit bull is overly excited 24-7. You can't even pet the dog without yep, it acting yep. like a complete dick and jumping all over the place. Yep. This dog isn't even enjoyable at all. Suggestions, husband won't let me bonk him. Okay, then you sit down with the husband and you say, husband slash future ex-husband, and you say, we have a problem and this is what it is. I'd like it resolved. You don't want to bonk him. What do you suggest? Because I can't live like this. 
and then you let your husband decide how to correct it. I will give you one month to fix it. And if it's not fixed, then blowjob stop and it's my turn. Okay? And if I do it, you go down on me whenever I tell you to and you give me 100 bucks a week. And see how that goes. And with that, we'll end the show. Sounds like a great plan. All right. Good job. Bam. All right. All right, guys. Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And this is Joelle. And we'll see everybody in Portland. And we'll be back. We'll be back Wednesday night. We'll yeah. be back Wednesday night for a great show. Can't wait to see you then. Bye-bye. Good night.